finally be my son answering his phone after an hour and a half looking for him. Do you want to answer that? No, I don't. I hung up on him, jackass. <laughs> He's on a golf course. Leave him alone. <laughs> He's 14 years old. He should check in with his parents. He's, He's on a golf course. He's going to get slapped around when I get a hold of him. Uh, welcome back to the Unrestricted and Happy New Year, everybody. You know where you can get donuts? Where? In your vending machine, courtesy of River City Refuels. <laughs> That's right. It is a vending machine for your business. Or you can put one in your little closet in your office and have bugs come in. Uh, nevertheless, you, this is tailored to you and your employees' taste and likes. They don't have the old, it's not the old vending machine you remember, you know, an old baby Ruth bar, uh, you know, a 30 year old pack of uh, Wrigley gum or something like that, or even Jeff Bexler's Parliament lights. Those aren't in there. It's what you like now. It's, you know, maybe some healthy food, maybe ramen noodles. That's not necessarily healthy, but nevertheless, River City Refuels stocks your vending machine so you don't have to do anything. It's so easy, it's totally cashless. And it's perfect for your business. Call them today, 210-630-5973, 630-5973. It is River City Refuels. Yeah! Tough, tough weekend for us Texas football fans as both the Longhorns and the Cowboys lose. You know, oh, no, ca- wait. The Cowboys didn't lose. Oh, you can't. <laughs> They're still Cowboys celebrating. Lost. They're still <laughs> celebrating Christmas. Should have lost. <laughs> All right, where do you want to start? Uh, let's start with the Longhorns. It's the freshest. What a football game last night at the Sugar Bowl. Um, tale of two halves a little bit to me. Um, the first half was like arena league football where both teams just kept scoring and nobody could stop the other. And obviously Washington had the one mistake on the muff punt. But basically, basically Texas couldn't stop Penix from throwing and Washington couldn't stop Texas from running in the first half. And then Washington slowed the pace in the third quarter. And I got to give them credit, Walter. I've never seen, or I can't remember seeing, a passing team, such a pass-heavy team, with a spread offense, shotgun snap, run the clock down so frequently on every play. You know, they're not bringing tempo on every play. They're not necessarily huddling, but they're not, ne- they're not bringing tempo on every play. They had the the possession was 12 minutes to two in that third quarter. And that that wore Texas down. The one thing about both the semifinal games, you look at all the teams adjusted really nicely in 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 a halftime. Washington adjusted really nicely at halftime. Maybe Sarkeesian didn't quite adjust as much. But you look at the other game, too. There was a lot of good adjustments. Saban adjusted really well coming out of the locker room. Great games. So it was great games. Great the games. CFP committee got it right. Well, Stop we it. definitely know that Stop after it. Florida State lost Stop by 60. Stop it. Stop it. What? Is that not right? It's, it wasn't about it wasn't about them. Stop. It wasn't about the committee getting it right. It was about the committee putting in the teams that deserve to be there. Florida and Florida State, State did. did. Of course they did. Turns they did out. everything they were supposed to do. Nobody across the planet thought Florida State was going to compete in their bowl game. They were going to get blown out if they made the playoffs. We all know that. They but did. that wasn't the they point. They did get blown out. That wasn't the point. The point was they deserved to be there. And that's why they got it wrong. And then if you tell me, well, then they put the best teams in there. Well, how the hell did you leave out Georgia, who who was just incredible in their bowl game? Anyway, with all that being said. <laughs> how about Kirby Smart laying on another touchdown in the end of the first half? Right? I mean, just pile it on. The coach most likely to take out a magnifying glass and kill an ant. And then... <laughs> okay. 
Go ahead, Walter. I thought uh, I'll give you my my thoughts on Texas Washington. I thought the, the Huskies dominated the Longhorns for most of that game yesterday. I thought the biggest key to that game was dominated. W- dominated. I, I thought they I were th- in control, but I didn't think they dominated. I Go thought ahead. Washington. The biggest part of this game was that Penix got that ball out of his hands quickly, and they completely neutralized. Texas's biggest thing, and that was their front four. Penix was clean most of the night. He was never in any rush, and and Texas never was able to get to Penix. And, and I thought that was the biggest thing because we all knew the secondary for the Longhorns is is not their strength, and for and the, the wide Long- receivers of Washington is their strength. Yeah, They're they so good. They were terrific. And yeah. how is uh, how is you know I, right now? I, if I'm a Jet fan, and I am, I would absolutely draft Penix. And make him my project, and and I may oh, have yeah, something he's, there. He, yeah, he's, he's playing. Ter- he was terrific. You know what I noticed about Penix? And tell me if you see the same thing I'm seeing. He makes the football look light. Like, it, it doesn't look as heavy as it does when Quinn Ewers is throwing it. I mean, he flicks the ball, and it goes 55 I, in the air. I feel differently. I, I think Ewers looks that way to me. He's a He flicks it and, and just... Yeah, to me, it's everything viewers throws is like a floating pass. And even on the pump fakes, Penix makes the football look so light in his hand. Hmm. And, <laughs> and going back to that game, I mean, Texas had a really good chance. I mean, Washington's players kind of had a couple of questionable decisions at the end of that game, especially. Well, the, the injury almost, almost cost them the game. Yeah. Because Don't that you was... drag that guy off kicking and screaming? Haven't you been taught yeah. that? And like, you can't let the referees stop the clock. You grab the guy by the arms and you do the wheelbarrow thing. Where you <laughs> Something, yeah, you got to get him off the field because that, co- that cost you 30 seconds and well, Texas would add about 20 seconds rather than at about 45, what they had and, and almost then, won the and game. Then the, then the penalty for touching the kid, making the fair catch. But yours had a Stupid. couple... Legitimate shots at the end zone. I don't think those passes he threw at the end of the game were particularly good. Okay, well, let, listen, me, let me the, get the on last, viewers. But the last, the last pass was was right there, and the Washington oh, good kids defensive play. swatted oh, away like it was, was a tennis ball. Arguably pass interference, I thought, but you know maybe arguably, it, arguably, yeah, um, <laughs> it, it really was. It was closer to pass interference than the announcers certainly made it seem. They mm. just said great play. Well, he's also holding the receiver down. But let, let me say this about Quinn Ewers yesterday he went through stretches and it wasn't the whole game but he went through stretches where he didn't go through his progressions at all he was throwing the ball to his first read to a spot immediately upon hitting his back foot you know on his drop back he wasn't really going through his progressions and 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 that was a weird thing sometimes he was completing them uh there was the completion down the down the left side of the field where he just threw it over the top beautifully dropped it in the bucket in in um yeah. in the second quarter but he didn't read that play the obviously the corner throw to Adonai Mitchell uh in the end zone uh huge catch by Adonai Mitchell great ball by by Ewers but there's not a read there Ewers has a uh, when he has to go through his progressions, he's just not the same guy. And Penix to me last night looked by far the better pl- professional prospect. No, as no question. Was, as he was able to go through his progressions, find guys consistently. You know, if I'm going to ding Texas a little bit, I would say, well, they should have brought extra guys and and put the pressure on Penix to get rid of it quick. 
But it seemed like every single time Texas did bring extra pressure. Penix got rid of it. Penix got rid of it quick. That was on the a, plan. On, on a dump down, and it was a screen for 12 yards. Yeah, they neutralized the, Texas's best defense. Neutralized it completely. They sure did. Yeah. And 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 their 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 skill players, which is really what Washington is built on, their quarterbacks and skill players were just exceptional last night. And then he had two fumbles by Texas too, but from their running backs, and that that obviously hurts. Yeah, I got a, a thought on that real quick. Usually, Walter, if if one team is running the football successfully, the way Texas was last night, mm-hmm. and the other team is throwing the football successfully, as Washington was last night, it's almost always the wide receivers that fumble. Somebody catches up to a wide receiver from behind, strips them. A pass gets tipped up mm. in the middle of the field and, and caught by a safety. It's almost always the throwing team that has the turnover. And last night, in, in a rare situation... It was Texas and their running backs that had the two fumbles, not the wide receivers of, of Washington. And that's it's kind of an anomaly, really, and, and an unfortunate one for Texas. Hey, listen, you can't have everything in a game. I mean, you had all, you had all that all that drama last night. And then on top of that, you get ESPN airing the footage of the of the naked woman and her tit. Yeah. OK, for those that didn't see it. And thank you, Walter, for sharing it. Now, when was that? Was that first quarter? Is there going down Bourbon Street? Uh, was it first quarter? I, I don't know. I don't remember when that was. In the second half. It doesn't particularly matter, but the ESPN camera is, you know, like a drone coming down Bourbon Street, Bourbon Street, yeah. showing the the fans and everybody partying. And a woman just pulls out a titty. Yeah, because she wants beads. Of That's course. how Bourbon of, Street works. Of, of, you show titty, you get beads. That's how it works. Of course why would she you did. Why would you have a live shot? <laughs> That's just asinine. That producer needs to be fired. Well, why have an, a live shot on Bourbon Street? What could possibly go wrong? <laughs> I'm okay with the live shot, but how sheltered are you as a producer to not plan for that? Yeah, we're gonna do it. We're gonna do a shot on Bourbon Street on like New Year's Day. What? What could go wrong? What possibly could go wrong? I'm not mad at the titty. I'm not mad at any of it. It was fine, you know, but it is a bad decision by the producer. Why didn't that happen when I went to, uh, I, I went to the Sugar Bowl in 2000, saw Michael Vick play for Florida State. I won, a, uh, I won a contest on the radio station up in New York City for a trip or two cool. to the Sugar Bowl. Cool. It was cool. It was very cool. But I didn't see any of that stuff. You didn't get any titty? I didn't see any titty, any beads getting thrown out, none of that stuff. And maybe maybe my my What does that say about my you? sight might have been a little bit blinded because I was at the cat's meow before the night before the game and got completely slobber knockered. <laughs> hey, um, you, it's interesting you bring up Michael Vick. Uh the comparisons are inevitable between Michael Vick and and Michael Penix because they're both South They own Paws. dogs? No, they're both oh. Southpaws. And to me, they both have that <laughs> ability to make the football look light when they throw it. Um, obviously, Penix is not the runner. I want you to not lose even, that point, okay? You want me to lose that? Yeah, lose the point okay. about being light. He does, man. He makes the football look, light. I, I don't know, like a Nerf ball. Okay. Yeah, right. he, he chucks it around great. I don't think he's Michael Vick. Obviously, he doesn't have the legs, but he may be more accurate than Michael Vick. Okay. Okay? Right. I'm, I'm looking forward to Pinnock's and the pros. Um, I'll give you I'll give you this uh, college football thing. Uh, I have never been down on college football bowl games like I am uh, after this season. I, I 
they're not worth watching anymore. The playoff games will be uh, where it's at now. Uh, well, I they're the which, only thing worth watching. Yeah, I didn't. Playoffs. I didn't watch one minute of the Alamo Bowl. Uh, I just, I they taken all the care out of it because of the player movement, all that stuff. And I'll say this, you know, the coaches, we used to bitch and moan about the coaches leaving the programs and stuff like that. And, you know, the kids should have that opportunity to do that. Well, guess what? Now they do. And that has completely screwed up this sport. It absolutely has. The NIL, the college football is a complete mess except for the playoff. And maybe that's what they are looking for. Well, you're know. absolutely right. I think it was Kirby Smart, maybe some other coach who said they've turned the other bowl games into early spring games, right? I mean, that's basically all it is. But what were they before anyway? I mean, because uh, they were pretty stupid before. For me, as as a non-diehard college football guy, I was never that into the Peach Bowl or, or, or the sure. Poulon Weed Eater Bowl. It just it just doesn't register with me. I mean, if it's on, maybe I'll check out a minute of it, but it's not appointment viewing. Never was it's, for me. It's it's the law of scarcity. When when you have a a limited number of them, they are special. When you have forty three of them. And Rice makes it in and plays on a six and six record. Yeah, but we've had nothing that many special. before. I'm no, just, we haven't. Well, I no, mean, what, is, I mean, what do we have? We got forty three now. If that's the number, what do we have before thirty five? No, What's I'm, the I'm going back further, oh, like into like your in the youth, 60s? into your youth. Oh, your youth or my youth? Yeah, which one? Our youth. <laughs> Fuck you. <laughs> Speaking of youth, that just reminded me of something. If you're a golfer, uh, you have got to have your kids onto youth on course. Because Youth on Course, it's a $20, $25 membership fee for the year. They play golf anywhere for five bucks. Oh, that's awesome. Five bucks. I know that I knew that used to be the case. I'm glad it still is. Youth on Course is a terrific program. My, I mean, my kid during his uh, holiday vacation has played golf like five times. I can't stand him. <laughs> for five, he's playing he's playing Brack today for five bucks, the little weasel. To your point, it really sucks that a Heisman winner. Like Jalen Daniels from uh, LSU yeah. pulls out of a New Year's Day bowl game. I mean that it's sucks. It does. It, it, it does that sucks. absolutely sucks. It ruins. Yeah. It ruins the sport. It ruins the competitive balance of the I'm sport. With you. It, it. It. They got to figure out how to change the portal and put it at least after the bowl games. As, yes, uh, absolutely. Let me. Let me. Uh, I made an. Uh, what where is, is it, that buddy? note? I had. No. A, I had a note to show. Oh, so it was Joe Clatt. Uh, the college football guy and the football guy uh, came up with this list. He says, in college football, the following things as they are currently playing out are completely unsustainable or not working. There's no commissioner or central governing structure. Agree. NIL collectives. Absolutely got to have control of this. Uh, the portal. Have to have control. Better better control of this. The bowl season. I don't know what you could do with that other than reducing the bowls. The committee. Uh, agree. Scheduling. I don't. I don't know about that in calendar. I don't know about that. that. Who cares? That matters to me, actually. The schedule that they put so many cupcakes on their schedules. Everybody, everybody does it, and I can't stand it. It's one of the things that bugs me about college. So there's a there's a lot of changes that need to come to college football, and we'll see who. Unless and until the conferences are disbanded with regards to football, none of this is going to change. Yeah. They're going to have too much control. The NCAA will never have control. You need to get rid of the conferences. And if I was king of college football, I would go to an English soccer model. 32 teams in a top division, 32 teams in the next division. Use relegation and promotion and play a, play a real schedule. 
I don't think so. I don't want that. You're not. I, I would love it. You're not playing St. Mary's School for the deaf and dumb in September. It would and bring. A w. It would bring more good games to every and, Saturday. And stop. And stop incentivizing Whoa. the fact that you need an undefeated record to make it into the postseason and compete for a national championship. I would tell you this. I don't want. One thing I don't want to see anymore is I don't want to see any G5 schools in the playoffs. I, listen, I, I know somebody sent me a message. Hey, well, Tulane won last year. I said, that's great. I don't want them in the playoffs. I don't want you know, anything to do with them. They have if, no chance. This if, is not college basketball where they can maybe beat you. Uh, it's it's not. It's if, not about that. If, right. we, Get them if, out. We, if we had had a 12-team playoff this year, Liberty would have played yes. in the playoff. And how did they do against Oregon? They got smothered. Um, question for you on the broadcast last night. And, and you, you talking about the NIL money made me think of this. How much airtime did Arch Manning get as a backup quarterback last night? Where I did y'all ever think he was going in the game? Did you think that was realistic? Well, he was warming up, so sure. Well, uh, yeah, but you saw. I mean, if you saw Ewers' head hit the hit the turf, I, I was surprised he yeah. actually came back in the game. You know, maybe now you're making me think. Is Would that you be why, surprised? Quinn Ewers has a concussion today. Is, is that I why wouldn't. Quinn Ewers was not going through his progressions? I'm just putting know. two and two together, like. He did not seem like he had all his all of his marbles. Like, I don't know, but, right. but he did stop licking his his pinky finger. So who knows? Maybe and licking his pinky finger. Yeah, did you ever see wait, is Quinn Ewers licks his fingers? No, very bizarre. And, oh, and that's and, squirrely. Yeah, it's almost it's almost like the way Rafa uh, Rafa Nadal picks his underwear uh, out of his ass uh, all the time after every serve. Okay, Just habitual. <laughs> oh, gross. Dude. Do they? In, I mean, I don't. I don't know the answer to this. Do they in college football have an independent observer to like? I don't know. Reach I, don't know. In? I know they like, do in the they, NFL. They do in the NFL very <laughs> much. Me. Yeah, but I and, don't know about college football. Okay. Um, should we shift to the Cowboys? No, we have, we we have quick a couple quick, okay. quick uh, college football no. ones here. How do you run out of alcohol at a, at a Texas bowl game? How does that happen? Oh, that's pretty stupid. If you know Texas State is coming, you better have plenty of beer. Absolutely, that's just stupid asinine. Yeah. All right, that's all. That's all I really have. That's good stuff, though. Yeah. Can you believe that Texas State drinks the stadium out of beer? No kidding. So proud Size. of you guys. I'm just absolutely shocked. <laughs> um, God, how lucky did the Cowboys get? Um, and I don't want to get into whether number sixty-eight reported or whether he didn't. But what? It's they screwed a, the game up. That's all there is to they it. They should have lost the, that the, game. The official screwed it up. Either or, either he's lying or the player is lying. But it looked up, up obviously to to everyone on the video that the official screwed it well, up. Well, and- I mean to to give grace to the official, and and I don't like the NFL's position on this because the NFL has kind of said, you know, Lions, you. You, you, you tried a little gamesmanship, you tried to deceive a little bit, and that's what led to the confusion over whether or not 68 or 70. Yeah, but this shouldn't have been because they were instructed before the game started, hey, we're going to run this play. We want to make sure you you are aware of it before it happens. That's crazy that Dan Campbell did that before the game. Yes, because he realized this would be confusing for the official, but this official has a history of being a, a moron, and thus, that's and, what happens. And... So, so they were a little, maybe a little too cute for themselves, sending three linemen to the official so that sixty-eight could report. But if you're the if you're the Cowboys, and the Cowboys actually said this, if we would have known he was eligible, we would have defended the play differently. Fuck off, bullshit. Be- <laughs> Because if you're a smart defensive player, you know that 70, who's lined up interior to the line, it can't be eligible right. under any rule. And the way the receiver was lined up behind the line of scrimmage, 68 was the only lineman who could be eligible. Right. Correct. And he broke wide open into the end zone. 
when he goes downfield, you got to figure he's a receiver, right? And, and and I am sorry, Cowboys. You've scored up until this game 40 points per game at home, and you've dispatched teams at home. You looked bad against the Lions. You got out of there with a win. Yay for you. You Wait, didn't look good. Time out. Oh, Did they look bad against the Lions? That's not how I felt about they, it. Sh- they should have won better. They should have won better? What are you, the college football playoff committee? Yes. Good yes. night. What kind yes. of bullshit is that? Yes. You win or you lose. Listen, no. they're not any worse off than the Eagles are. And the, oh, my I mean, God. Who looks the worse, Eagles. the Cowboys or the Eagles? The Eagles, the Eagles do. But the here's Eagles. the situation. The Cowboys, who were in a good position to make a Super Bowl run, and then it reverted back to being in a bad position, are now back, <laughs> back in the driver's seat and have a legitimate shot. At, listen, all they got to oh do is God. win this weekend, and they have a home playoff game. And so... Then that gives them an opportunity. They, they were never going to win three straight on the road and get to the Super Bowl. We all know that. But maybe one home game, that gives them an opportunity to get in there. But the one thing that prevents you from saying all that is Mike McCarthy and his inability to manage the clock. Holy what shit. What an absolute disgrace. Yes. What is he doing? Yes. He's, a, he's a knucklehead. I mean, it's a fireable offense. Or, or the offensive coordinator. Who, well, he's calling the play, so it's on him. You cannot do what they did offensively at, down at, at the end of the game. And uh, you have to no. run the ball three times. No. Jesus Christ, those, it's just so stupid. Yeah. It's, just, <laughs> those, it's not hard. Those play, no. those play calls. You're right. It's a fireable offense. It is, and it's and it's not the offensive coordinator. And Mike McCarthy is calling the plays anyway. It's Mike McCarthy's fault. Absolutely. And here's the tragedy. The Eagles are going to go on the road to the Giants, and the Giants are going to do something stupid and beat them. The Cowboys are going to go on the road and play the Commanders yep. and beat them because the Commanders aren't playing for anything. The Cowboys are going to win the division, host a playoff game, win it in the wild card, lose in the divisional, and you're going to get McCarthy again and that whole coaching staff next year. I don't know about that. We'll see. I don't know. We'll see. I don't know. I mean, it does seem likely that that's the scenario, the most likely scenario. Um, what a favor done for the Cowboys by by Arizona. How do you lose to the Cardinals in the link? Well, I don't know, but well, the, the Cowboys, Dallas Cowboys, Cowboys lost did. to them. Yeah. <laughs> now, it was, it was at their place, but same yeah, thing. Still. Arizona's been a spoiler, man. Uh, I didn't get to see that game. I was taking care of the kids and, and whatever else, but I was kind of keeping track of it on my phone, and I'm going, what the fuck? How, how is Arizona in this football game? True. Uh, I mean, True. Eagles have everything on the line, everything to, to gain and nothing, well, a lot to lose. Listen, they've been playing for, with fire for a long time, and it caught up with the Eagles. That's what Eagles fans have been saying yeah. about this team all year long, is that they just weren't as good as their record indicated. Right. And no, that's yeah. and and that's what the analysts were saying back when they were 10 and 1 or 11 and 1. It's like this is not a legitimate 11 what and 1. What a favor that Dallas Cowboys catch. I mean, yeah. absolutely I enormous. Um going back to the Lions, did you see that Dan Campbell got um doxxed? Do you know what that means? You really? Know? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know what that is, but I did see that. But what does that mean? He got doxxed. It, it, it's where people give out your phone number or your address online. Like you're you're, oh, okay. you're exposed. Okay. He got doxxed online, and the next thing you know, there were people outside of his t- outside of his house. You know, F. Dan Campbell and all this stuff. Well, <laughs> like, well, here's here, here's it's, it's funny. Well, let's do this deal. Let's give out Jeff. What's here's Jeff's home address. What's your home address? Oh, thanks. Here's here's a PSA. If you're ever playing blackjack in Vegas and Dan Campbell sits at your table, leave. He's the guy who's going to have seventeen. Hit on 17, get a two. God, you're right about Hit that. Hit again, get an ace. Yes. 
And hit again. And bust. Come on. I mean, okay. I am all with him for calling that, for, for going for the two points. Originally. Originally. Agreed. Kick the, kick the extra point, go to overtime. Why? And then you get another chance. Yes. Once, once the penalty is called and they push it back five yards, I, I mean, everything in your brain has to say, kick the extra point, stupid, and go to overtime and try to win it there. I mean, it's just, it's, that's not a hard decision to me. The, 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 the widely held statistic for two-point conversions is you will make them one out of two times. And that's from the two and a half, right? Yeah. You had one, you made it. Now you're getting the, the odds are against you on the second one, and they're still against you on the third one. Yeah. Well, uh, yeah, listen, you can't, what, you love as the a, decision? As a fan, you can't hate it. Every, the every guy's player, going to, he's going to win, the, he's going to try and win the game. Every player in that locker room loved that decision. Of course they did. They will die for Dan Campbell. Yeah, it's And true. I would die for Dan Campbell. That guy's neat. <laughs> I don't know Dan Campbell. I'm not dying for him. Thank you anyway. Uh, a healthy C.J. Stroud can beat anyone in the AFC except the Baltimore Ravens. Who agrees with that statement? Mm, you're close. I, I don't, don't disagree Maybe not 100%, with it. but it's close. Yeah. Who, who is... Uh, if, if Houston, now, obviously, this is going to be, you know, different circumstances here. But if Houston was at home, I would have them beating anybody. I would have them favor beating anybody, again, except Baltimore. Yeah. I'm rooting for the Texans hard to make the playoffs this weekend. I hope they get through. Same. They deserve to because they've worked hard here. Same. And C.J. Stroud is worth the price of admission, man. He certainly is. Yeah. Terrific player. The, a the AFC is intriguing. There's, there's a lot of interesting teams out there. There are a lot of teams that I think are scary. I, I think it's wide open. Oh, it's I, don't, I, don't, I don't. I don't agree with that at all. You think uh, it's the Ravens all the way? Conclusion: Baltimore. No. If Baltimore doesn't get to the Super Bowl, then something wacky happened. I don't. I don't. Who's going to beat them? I just Miami? don't feel like Baltimore is that dominant a team. I feel like they can be beat. Oh, I think they can be beat, so. and I think it's going to require a really good team to do it. Now, the Cleveland Browns have a very, very good defense. Can Flacco beat his previous team? Maybe. Hell no. <laughs> Flacco's, Flacco's doing it with, with listen, he beat, the, glue. he beat the freaking Jets. <laughs> so, I mean, what, what, you know, that doesn't tell you anything. But I don't I don't see that at all. I don't, I don't think Cleveland's in the mix here. Well, the shine is off Kansas City. I mean, badly. Kansas right? City doesn't look good. I mean, Jacksonville going to beat, gonna beat uh, I, I don't see that. I don't, I don't, the Bills. I mean, you don't know yes. who you're going to get with Buffalo. Yes. The Colts are in the mix. The Texans are in the mix. I don't see it. I think Baltimore, I'd be surprised now if it's not Baltimore, San Francisco in the Super Bowl. Yeah, the, I mean, that's the odds on. The, yeah. the, Ravens, the Ravens need to prove it to me. Lamar Jackson's yep. record in the playoffs, one and three. Yep. Yep. I, I'm so, with you. So I, we'll see. I'm with you. We'll, we'll see. see. What else you got over there, Wally? Is we're uh, let's see. Let's let's get to uh, let's get some to, uh, some Spurs here quickly. Oh, cool. Uh, I think I've mentioned this before. They've been playing great. No, they haven't. Um, <laughs> Better than uh, the to Pistons. Me, to me, and, and listen, I was always a little bit critical of Shaq because I thought, always thought Shaq should have got more out of his career than he did. Shaq as would, physically dominant as he was. Shaq would tell you that, don't you think? I uh, Well, I don't know. Yeah, but he would. I, to me, Wemby should be as physically dominant as Shaq was. He's so much bigger than everybody else. He should be dominant. He doesn't have the build of Shaq. I mean, pro the problem with guarding Shaq was his weight, not not so much his height. It was his strength. Yeah, he could just bowl you over yes. and knock you out of the way. And Wimby's not going to have But that. Wimby can go over the top of you. Yeah, it's just harder to do when you don't have the 
the mass coming behind it. Yeah, but if you're if you're a point guard, I mean, couldn't you see this? Where, where I mean, name your favorite point guard. Just tosses the ball up to Wemby at the basket, and he goes and slams it home. Yes, but you How have, does that not happen on every possession? There's a good reason, and I'm glad you brought it Damn up. Damn it, tell me, okay. Jeff. So I ran into a really good friend of mine over the uh, break here. I don't care about that. Who, who, And he and I got to have a really good Spurs discussion, and it's, it's partially about Wemby. He's not able to hold his position right there under the basket, as you're asking him to do, and just be taught he can't hold his position oh, because he's not that up strong enough. Ago. Oh, I did. <laughs> he's not strong enough in the lower body. I or, get that. Or, or in the yeah, but he can just come core. from the weak side and just go, you know, run the baseline and get there. I, I, I mean, maybe that's an eventuality. The, to me, the, the thing you would want, if you were imagining the best Wimby you could possibly imagine as a Spurs fan, that would be that he would fill out the way Giannis has. That he That's would that he would put muscle on the way Giannis has. They don't Giannis, want him to. They don't want him to be that. Wemby's reps don't want him to be that guy. Yeah, I know, and I I, I feel like at this age I understand it, mm. but it's an eventuality to me, mm-hmm. that he has got to put on muscle mass. Maybe that's what LaMarcus Aldridge was talking to Wemby about. No, no probably not. No. Uh, how about, what did LaMarcus Aldridge say? He I don't needs know. a go-to move? I don't know, but I, uh, Wemby, to me, Wemby should have advice for L.A. Hey, next time you play in a league, how about you play hard every night? Yeah, try defense, LaMarcus. Aldridge, never, he never came to the ballpark every night to play hard. He just didn't. Yeah, I'm with you on that. Yeah. Keep him away from Wimby. I'm with you. Don't let him go teach him that baseline pivot uh, fade away. No, no. Keep LaMarcus Aldridge out of the gym. This may be an unpopular uh, opinion, but I'll give it to you anyway. A team that is whatever the record the Spurs are currently, whether they four or four and 60 or whatever it is, <laughs> uh, they don't deserve to have a player in the All-Star game. Sorry. Oh, shit. No shit. Or Wemby or nobody. I don't somebody care. Somebody arguing that we should have. No, we should vote for. Yeah, you got to vote Wemby into the All Star game. But no, you don't. No, you. Don't. They don't deserve to have one. I don't care how good he's played. He could be leading the league in scoring. I'm sorry, you can't have an All Star when you're four and twenty five. Yeah, it's an All Star game. It's for the fans. It's just an exhibition. They get to see who they want to see. I get it, but it's not deserved. If he gets it, it's just not earned. It's- it, it, it's a celebratory game. Let him go play. He's not one of the best twenty-four players in the in the league. No, damn it! I'm angry. I'm an angry person, I and know I don't you're want an angry person. I don't like it. <laughs> uh, the Spurs. The Spurs have not gotten a lot out of Keldon Johnson uh, lately, and it's starting to bug me. And maybe well, they benched him, and, and maybe that's because um, the rumors are flying. The trade winds are swirling mm-hmm. around him. Um, they have benched him. You're right. Uh, he doesn't look like he's in sync with the rest of the team. Uh, I, I probably uh, I would agree with that. And you know, we're going to see whether this whether this new role for Keldon is going to inspire him or get him closer to the exit. Uh, so far, it's where I think that he's only played one game since he got benched and, and had 29 points in the Portland game, which was pretty encouraging to me. Um, and I like the way Zach played. And of course, unfortunately, he gets hurt and now he's out a couple of weeks. But I thought Zach and Keldon were the two guys uh, maybe the pop was talking about when he asked about getting more consistency from his players. Um, so I, I think you're probably right about that. The problem with Keldon Johnson is some nights he looks like he thinks that pop asking for consistency means 
he needs to get up 17 shots in whatever minutes he plays. And I mean, Keldon, that's where I say Keldon looks like he's out of sync with the rest of the team. Sometimes he just doesn't want to move the ball. He's a bit of a ball stopper. It's 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 going to go up or he's going to bully his way in a straight line to the paint. Well, Caesar, you know, you either have Keldon on the floor or you have Vassell on the floor. I don't think those two guys work together well. I would agree. So I think they're the same guy, really. Um, so, and, and I don't think Keldon is, uh, you know, you want Keldon to hit. He's, he's doing a better job hitting three-pointers. Uh, it's it's an interesting thing which way the Spurs will go. Will, will go. Will, will they? Will, will go. go. Will they keep Keldon or will they deal him at the All Star break? Uh, we'll see. I, I would ex- I would expect the Spurs to make a deal uh, and really? send him out. Yeah, it's so unexpected for the Spurs. It's so unusual for the Spurs. You really think that this All Star break might be the time that they make a deal? Yeah, to get to dump Keldon Johnson. Absolutely. Why not? <sighs> if you're gonna dump one of the two, uh, Vassell is the far more expensive player. But I think Vassell has. So I don't much think so. Upside. No, I think Kel- Kelvin just signed that contract. What two? Uh, maybe last off season was it that he got the extension? Yes, but it's it's at a far lower rate than than uh, than Vassell's than contract extension. Yes. Uh, I'll I have to check on that. Promise you. Oh, you promise now? Yes. All right. Yeah. If Bexler <laughs> promises, that's pretty good for me, isn't it? I, I, I will say this: I had a chance to go out and check out the new Frost Plaza out by the Spurs training facility. Tell me about that. Gorgeous place to take the family. Really? Yeah, they, they have they have a big, huge screen up there, so they're showing sports and stuff. They showed a lot of the bowl games up there. They got a couple containers out there serving food and drinks. They're running happy hour Thursday, Friday night, and they're open in the afternoons on Saturday and Sunday. And oh, it's cool. just open to the public? It's just open to the public. Huh. And they're building a like a like uh, like an Italian place like right next to it. They're finishing construction on it right now. So I think it's going to be What's a pretty neat place. What's an Italian place? What does that mean? I think it's Jason Dates. Italian, I think it's Jason. Oh, an Dates. Italian restaurant. Italian food, yeah. yeah. Oh, he said Italian place. I thought, what, it's not Knights of Columbus. What are they <laughs> building the Trevi Fountain out there? What the hell's going no, on? No, they're going to hand out papers. There a bunch of mafia people hanging around. No, Italian food. But no, it's 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 really neat. It's, bunch of goombas running around. I don't want that. Who the hell wants that? And and at least from the outside, that facility looks really really nice. And it's a nice and new and upcoming area right near Lock and Terra. Uh, and thanks for the advice. I'll you got ten people walking around saying, "Hey, forget about it." Yeah. <laughs> That's all they do. You I'm pay, walking pay, here. Pay for parking or no? No, free wow. parking. Very cool. Wally, what else you got for us this yeah, week? Yes, free parking there, but the, because the parking meters have all been broken into. Hey, about a bing. Sorry, Bob. Oh, Bob's too busy laughing. Hey, let me play something forward real quick. Uh, right. Washington versus Michigan. Uh, I'm surprised, first of all, that Washington is a underdog in this game by what it was a four and a half. Four and a half. I would bet Washington all day long because I think Washington is going to. Just like they did with Texas, neutralize what uh, what uh, what uh, Michigan does well, and that's their big front four. And so I think that'll take them out of the game. Uh, I would take Washington all day long. I think it's going to be a great game. I think I worry yeah. that Washington can't stop the run, and that Michigan might just run it down their throats. And if you win, they probably have to, yeah, to beat them. That, to that beat would Washington. be the way to win. Yeah, yeah. And, and and I think strength on strength and differences. Create great stories. I think it's going to be a great game. A lot of different color on it. I don't know if I agree with the four and a half. I think it should be a little bit closer than that. But I, th- I would have thought I'm, Washington would be favored. I'm going all in on Harbaugh because on Tuesday morning, he's getting an NFL job. Really, you're you're going there? He's hired. He's hired an NFL coach agent. 
The same agent who had, you know, Brady and a few others. Really? Yeah. Yeah, Don Yee. Don Yee. He is going to the NFL. Well, listen, he's been down this road many times before. He spent, you know, time in the NFL offices and stuff like that and came away still the head coach of Michigan. So yeah, well, I'll, I'll no, believe it when I see no, it. No, but look at it. I mean, what is your list of guys who have coached with success at the college level and with success at the NFL level? That list is really, really short. It's you have Jimmy long. Johnson, Pete Carroll. Yeah, Nick Saban doesn't count because no, he's crummy. No, Nick Saban does not. No, yeah. he had a barely, barely 500 record. Yeah. Listen, he's he's obviously has issues there at Michigan with uh, maybe some boosters in there, some higher-ups there. We'll see what happens. Maybe he's just so disgusted with, with what's going on there that he wants to move on. So it's it's certainly possible, but like I said, I, I'll, I'll believe him when I see it. I don't think, the, I don't think he goes out on top. I'm rooting for the Huskies. Okay. I like watching Penix play. Um, I've watched him a lot this year, I guess, because his games are on late um, mm. most of the time. Um, he was – that's how he plays. I mean, that is how Washington wins, just like last night. I mean, that was not an exceptional game. It wasn't a one-off. So you've traded in late-night college football to for porn, huh? <laughs> I'm surprised by that. Well, and you know, and and Washington doing not, this the in their it's last porn. season in the Pac-12, I, I just think it's poetic justice. Yeah, it kind of is. So all right, listen, really, River City Reviews, uh, they have all of the food needs that you want out of a vending machine. It doesn't have the old pack of gum in there, a Baby Ruth bar from 1970. No, this is all updated. If things like that yeah, you love to have, like ramen noodles, Freshly's donuts, whatever you want, they'll put it in the machine for you. It's a total cashless system. They stock the vending machine for the with the products that you want, that your employees like, uh, that you 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 like actually uh it's a vending machine for your business they'll come into your office building your apartment complex your little store or even a little office like this one that we're in here uh broadcasting the show and put a vending machine in there and you'll love it forever and it'll boost morale and everyone will be happy and they'll all love each other well maybe not but nevertheless river city refuels all you got to do is call them 210-630-5973 210-630-5973 of course you're Tell them that you heard it here on the Unrestricted Podcast. Any news and notes for us before we get out of here? No. I got one. Mattress Mac lost a million last night on the Longhorns. That guy gets way too much publicity for a degenerate gambler. What? He's not? I mean, okay, maybe he is. Oh, well, he donates it all so you don't get the furniture for cheap. Oh, just give the furniture away then, for crying out loud. Got, don't give me that line of crap. He's a degenerate gambler. Man, he, what are you, the fucking Grinch? He is no, not, I'm not the, I'm, I'm the, I'm the, I'm the truth sayer is what I am. This is, the, he's one of the great people in American oh, stop. culture. Oh, stop, please, stop. He is not a degenerate gambler. He's yes, a, he is. He's a P.T. Barnum. He is a marketer par excellence. Thank he you. got more than $1 million in free publicity and advertising. Advertising for his mattress chain. Oh, yes. I, I didn't even know about this time. He gambles a million dollars so many times. Who gives a rat's ass anymore? He's kind of gambling other people's money because, you know, these are the people that I have know what he their- does. We all know what okay, he does. You know the shtick. Yes. I think but it's great. Degener- I mean, he bets a million here, a million there. He's a degenerate gambler. I think it's awesome. Of course you do. <laughs> and you hate him for some reason. <laughs> I don't hate him. Walter I'm just hates telling everybody. you what he is. Let's stop giving him publicity for betting a million dollars. He said if he was anybody else, he would be a degenerate gambler. Because he owns a furniture store in, in the state of Texas, which, of course, you can't do any wrong by doing that. 
He's not a degenerate gambler. Of course he is. He's the crazy Eddie of Texas. And that that is a crazy Eddie. That uh, is lost on most of our audience. <laughs> crazy Eddie committed fraud. Oh, did he really? Yes, did he get he in went trouble to, in New York? Yes, he went to jail for all of that stuff. Oh well. Will it surprise you if Mattress Mac does? His prices are Mattress Mac's prices insane? I don't know. <laughs> Go check out Crazy Eddie on uh, YouTube. Happy New Year, you guys. Thanks. Like How the hell subscribe. with you? Screw you. Thanks a lot. Like <laughs> and subscribe for the unrestricted I don't place. care if you subscribe. What do I care, you rat <laughs> bastard? God, Grinch. <laughs> How y'all feel out there? Do you feel good? I said, do you feel good? Come on. The groove feel good when it make you move. Make your next move your best move. Uh-huh. I said, the groove feel good when it make you move. Make your next move your best move. Uh-huh. It feel good, don't it? It feel good. Uh-huh. It feel good because you know it's good. Hey, it feel good, don't it? It feel good. Uh-huh. It feel good because you know it's good. That would be you, Wally. That would finally be my son answering his phone after an hour and a half looking for him. Do you want to answer that? No, I don't. I hung up on him, jackass. <laughs> He's on a golf course. Leave him alone. <laughs> He's 14 years old. He should check in with his parents. He's, He's on a golf course. He's going to get slapped around when I get a hold of him I don't answer today. my phone on a golf okay, course. Okay, well, tell you that. you're also above 40. Exhibit Aren't A, you? It, it, Exhibit A in the CPS case against Walter. <laughs> his statement just that I'm going to slap him around. <laughs> Make sure this uh, podcast is deleted. No, uh, no. The, the- UTSA bowl game. But um, UTSA uh, withheld their injury to their quarterback, uh. Frank Harris. He got hurt in the last two-lane game. He fractured his shoulder. There was no way he was going to be able to play in the bowl game. No way. And they hit it. And they kept kept it hidden for the three weeks prior to the game. And everybody said, ah, oh, that happens all the time in college football. I said, yeah, if it's a sprained ankle, sprained wrist, sure. But not a broken shoulder. <laughs> that They don't do that. And, and so I'm going back and forth with Don, you know, and, and Don's a... Where? Uh, Where are you going back and forth with him? On, on, uh, uh, no, on Twitter. Mess- he doesn't like to go public with his... Twitter stuff, so I was going back and forth with him, and then, but I, I then forgot to mention that also the UTSA coach had two players fall down on the field on purpose. Mm-hmm. I was like, to stop, stop the clock. Yeah, stop defending this coach, please. And listen, I wanted to. I, I was I was the only one in San Antonio that was looking for UTSA to hire a high school Texas high school football coach, while everybody was so giddy over uh, Frank Wilson. Well, as it turns out, I was right as always. Thank you so much. <laughs> All right, I'm ready to move on now. All right, ready? Yes. Because there are bigger things. There are bigger things to pry. Yes. All right. You call me fat? No, not you. Wow. <laughs> I hadn't seen you without a sweatshirt on, uh, Bob. But yeah, you could you could stand to lose uh, You got like roaches crawling oh, on your box yeah. here. What oh, the hell? God. What's going on? Okay, we got him. Yeah, you did. Holy shit! Well, that's what happens when you bring donuts into a closet. Eventually, you're gonna get yeah. bugs, bro. It's also yeah. <laughs> uh, 